Hey, you looking for a horror movie comedy podcast with a twist? Well, this is Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe? So each week, one of us picks a horror movie and tells it to the other. Breaking it down and at key points, giving the other a chance to say what they would do to stay alive. Oh, and I like, we solemnly swear to rarely get the names of characters right. Princess, principal, princess, princess, Wilkins. No, princess, sorry. And to periodically serenade you. If, like, my favorite murder and how did this get made had a kid. A weird, spooky kid who laughs inappropriately. No, I hate when people grow on the ceiling. It's Kim and Cat Stay Alive. Maybe? Download wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media at KK Sam Podcast. Bye! Put a ghost in me. I'm done. <laughs> Hello? I can't hear you. <laughs> That's bad. We literally just started the show. <laughs> I can hear you now. Okay, we're back. And we're back. Oh, uh, what a way to start. Oh, uh, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls all around. This is a show where we talk about impossible things and how to survive them. And what more impossible thing that there possibly could ever be than that of love? <laughs> and we, again, just in time, same as last year, she's back. The one, the only, the much requested, the quite lovely, Kim Burns. Hello. Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe. Comedy uh, um, core podcast. <laughs> it's a horror movie comedy podcast. <laughs> horror comedy comedy. Uh, <laughs> Where one of the girls tells the other girl a story, or uh, tells a whole movie and spoils it, and try to see if they play a little game and try to see if they uh, survive or not. You no doubt heard the ad for it right before this, because I literally got it lined up right before this. I don't know why I had to go through all that, but I did. It's a great show. You should listen to it. If you're not listening to it, what are you even doing with your life? You will never find love, ever, unless you follow K.K. Sam. So, Kim, how you been? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm fine. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Oh, you keep going in and out. Oh, it's the gift of Valentine's Day. You only have to hear me half the time. <laughs> um, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh, putting me on the spot. That's fast. Um, <laughs> it's just a question. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day is, of course, today. This is. There's no way we're recording this in advance. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, ooh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, it's bad. Um, 
Uh, yep. <laughs> what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh, well, um, I am doing a dating detox this Valentine's, or this month, I should say. So, um, market. What? You're off the market. I'm off the market. So, yeah, I have nothing planned. I'm actually, turns out, just because of it's like President's Day weekend or something, I'm going to visit my parents in Arizona. So, nice. my brother and wife and kids are flying out. And so, I'm going to go see them. So, I think I leave that morning because it's just the Friday of that weekend. So, going to see my family. Eligible bachelors of LA, I'm sorry, but you missed your window. You'll have to wait till next month. Yep. Do you know that last year, um, since we recorded so far in advance, we didn't know, but last year on Valentine's Day, I went on a first date. Which is, which could, I commend you because. It was actually nice. That, and that's awesome. Um, Cause that's a great story if it works out, you know? Yeah, clearly it didn't, but. <laughs> no regrets, no regrets. But yeah, I mean, he, he picked me up in Aston Martin, so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, make sure it's not a Decepticon. Transform you. Take the moon. really hills. It was a very fancy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Good. Well, see, uh, last Valentine's Day, I probably sat on the couch with some microwave Tyson's chicken. You know, the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> mix and ketchup and mayonnaise together and just went to town on my sad sack self. So <laughs> I would have rather a handsome man from Beverly Hills pull up and pick me up in an Aston Martin on Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, that would have been me this year if uh, I didn't have family plans. So Family plans. <laughs> yeah so let's see well it's funny that on the day we're supposed to get together to do this podcast for valentine's day the universe is trying like hell to keep us apart (laughs) it is (laughs) i will get home which i failed to get but uh it's so crazy you need to tell the story this is so weird not it's not like a meteor hit though i wish it had or anything like that a uh some finger joints and the spoiler alert i'm from west virginia if you've never listened to the show before welcome that's my accent um (laughs) of the bridge on the i-64 westbound bridge towards charleston which is our capital they came apart and they showed pictures of it on the news and you can there's actually like a gap um, you could see the water of the river below the bridge. Ah! Yeah, so they had to, uh, and people were talking about how when they went over the bridge, they felt a big thunk. Oh my god, that is fucking terrifying! It is, and, uh, I thought bridges were thicker than that. Apparently not, because it did not seem like there was a lot of concrete in between vehicular traffic and death, but <laughs> they closed the bridge down. And the exit to my city where I live, uh, that's where all the traffic got detoured to. And so everyone that needed to go to Charleston basically needed to double back, go through my hometown and then several other cities on a different route to get to the capital city. 
which if there was no traffic would take you probably an extra 30, 45 minutes. But because there were so many people and it was at rush hour, uh, lady on the news that said she'd been in the same spot for five hours. Oh my God. Right now it's still jammed. It would still take me over an hour to get home if I left right now. And I live 15 minutes. Well, I live 20 minutes away with no traffic. Oh my God. That's crazy. Um, so I'm recording to you, uh, dear listener, from my father's office in his lovely home. Uh, hi, mom. She's not in the room, but I, obligatory hi, mom. Post there. Um, I love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm without my podcasting equipment. I don't have the, I don't have the fancy microphone or the headphones or any of the cool shit that it took forever to accumulate. And then I start just start using it, and then it's been ripped away from me. Oh, and they said it'll take another 48 hours to fix the bridge. So I don't know how I'm going to get to work tomorrow or get home tomorrow. Um, but we're, we're here. We're doing the show anyway. Thanks for listening. And, Kim, thank you so much for you. You're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> Presence is- what? Presence is a gift. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I know anyone that's been listening to the show, though, has got to be asking, did I take Kim's advice on my Tinder profile? Ooh, I can't wait to hear. Last year, uh, we went through our dating profiles. Uh, I really don't recall having any pointers for your your profile because it was basically perfect. Um, I can show you my updated one if you'd like to see it. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, I did of course, take Kim's advice and I, I've been on, oh gosh, I didn't keep a tally of how many dates I've been on. Your boy gets out. <laughs> like I did. Okay. Um, nothing stuck for over a month though. Seems like, um, I'd meet girl and then she'd be like, awesome and then most of the time it was just like just slam cut no more yeah in there this time so. which is shocking to me that you say that <laughs> but i joined a i got tired of all the other apps uh and i saw an ad for one called hinge and i got on it uh and the second, first or second girl I match with is now my girlfriend. Yay! So exciting! Congrats, Brett. If I was, if I was at home, I could have had my little party message. Friend, <laughs> we've uh, we're just over a month, so we've we're past the dreaded uh, ghosting period. Although, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> um, I did try to get on the inner circle, Kim, but I don't think that I was inner circle material, according to them, because they never, never got around to that approval process. Rude. They might yeah. have people where you are, though. True. Very true. We remarked on the astounding amount of people in your area versus mine. Yes. <laughs> 
that you didn't know that you could run out of people to swipe on. <laughs> I know, that's insane to me. I I ran out every day. I was like, okay, here's five people. I guess I'm done. Wow. <sighs> wow. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. We've, I think, I'm sure we talked about it last year, but, you know, that's one of the problems that people find dating in L.A. is because people are like, it's endless. Like, there's always someone new around the corner, you know? Well, I think that's preferable as opposed to having no options and eating Tyson's chicken on your couch alone. <laughs> you know, the grass is always greener. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I have a girlfriend, and tying back into the story about the bridge and me being stranded away from home, uh, which I met my parents because they live in the opposite direction, so I was actually able to get here after a while. But so when I went to work, I went in wearing my rattiest pair of gray sweats with my rattiest pair of knock-around tennis shoes and just a crummy old muscle shirt. And that's it. That's all all I have on my back. And tomorrow, keep in mind that bridge is supposed to be under construction for 48 hours. I'm supposed to, or uh, Saturday morning, I'm supposed to meet the parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, Brett. <laughs> I, currently, full disclosure, Kim is looking upon my, upon my shirtless body. It's true. But, She's a trooper. She really does putting up with a guy like me. Oh my gosh, I don't know how she does it. Um, but yeah, because my clothes are in the washer right now, and I guess I'm gonna have to probably meet the parents. Looking, oh, and I need a shave. Like you can see all my stubble. Like I look very much like a guy that's gonna ask you for a dollar on an underpass. <laughs> hey, do you got any used syringes you're not using at the moment? Like that's what I look like. I feel like I I feel like you need to pony up and and buy an outfit for Saturday. You cannot wear that. Oh, that that didn't even occur to me to like stop at a store and just buy new clothes. Didn't what? even occur to me at all. Like, oh, Brett, how do you how have you survived this year without me? I don't know. You're always with me in my heart. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um. um yeah, I think you need to. You, you gotta. You gotta look nice. Uh, Eric, I, I make it a point to do my best to look nice, but it's midweek. Like it's a work week. I, you know, I usually shave. Tonight's the night when I usually shave and do that sort of stuff. But um, has she met your parents yet? She has. She met them on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, nice. How'd that go? It went well. I mean, there was no, there's really no story to it. She came over, we ate a bunch of junk food and watched football. And, and they, so it went all right. Uh, she's probably going to listen to this show. So hi, Ashley. <laughs> hi. Um, her name Ashley. Huh? What's her name? Ashley. Yeah. Hi, Ashley. Yeah. She'll probably be mad at me for later in the show too, but, um, so how's it going? How's it going with uh, <sighs> dating sabbatical? How how's it going? Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, here's what's going. I have dated many many men over the last year. 
and find that I consistently date people that are not ready in one way, shape or form. Um, like often someone that's just got out of a relationship or just like isn't emotionally ready or whatever. We just like, you know, some people they're fine and like I just don't like them or they aren't into me, you know, whatever. That's fine. Um, but when I am into someone, it usually ends because they're like, I'm not ready. And I was like, what the fuck is that about? Like, ah. and you know how like they say like what a lot of times what you bring in is like what's going on with you kind of. Do you know that? Um, so like I was like, what part of me is not ready? And I was like, I feel like I'm fucking ready, dude. Like I've done all the work. Like I, I really work on myself a lot. Like I am, you know, an amazing chick. I'm a fucking catch. And I feel like I'm ready, but so this is something that's about to come out on my podcast. Uh, well, I guess we're in the past future. So um, basically it came out this, it came out, it'll come out this Wednesday for us. Wednesday, and it'll be like last Wednesday for Valentine's Day. But if it hasn't come out this past Wednesday, check back in next Wednesday. Just keep listening. <laughs> no, it definitely comes out like this week. So you'll hear it. Um, but basically it came to my attention, this book. And I was like, oh, fuck, I have that book. I've had it for like seven years and I've never read it. And I was like, I feel like I should read it. Seems like a sign. And so it's a book called Facing Love Addiction. And it's a lot about like codependency, which is stuff I've worked on in the past. Um, but love addiction is like a little side shoot of codependency. And they say that even if you work on codependency, this can be hanging on a little bit with your relationships. And when I read the book, I like fucking cried or well, I listened to it. But um, because it like it's me to a T, like it's such a description of like how I work. It's a description of like how I grew up. Like they say the causes of it is like very specific things that are like exactly my life. So that's why I'm taking a dating detox um, because I feel like I'm a little bit of a love addict and um, I want to kind of withdraw, go through the withdrawals and um, work on myself a little bit this month. And um, that's what I'm doing. So. You just such a person. I would love to come to LA and slap every man in the face. Pointing. <laughs> Say, do you see this woman here? She is a goddess. And how dare you? And the guy, will be like, what are you doing? And I'll, oh, I'm sorry. He'll be like, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> They're Australian. Australian kind of intermingle there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> They're ridiculous. Um, well, shoot. Um, that's where I'm at. I know it's weird, right? But um, I, I have many a dating tale, I'm sure, to tell. <laughs> I only uh, dated, uh, you know, and I, I feel like a lot, even even through past last year, uh, before the first time we talked, a lot of the people I dated were people with baggage from previous relationships who turned out not to be ready and stuff like that. Yeah. And you end up being a rebound or whatever. Um for their next relationship. And that risk, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And it, and it's never good. It's just, it like I, one girl and we hit it off on every, like every level from like interests 
common interests to like what we on the weekend, um, what shows we're watching on the TV or whatever. But and then we made plans to do something, and then literally twelve hours later, woke up, said good morning, and never heard from her again. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Blocked on Facebook, like okay, crazy. I mean, she doesn't owe me. You know, nobody owes anybody. She doesn't owe me an explanation as to why. It's just, it's kind of shitty when you're just like, hey, like, just say something. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good to not know or just not, you know. But, uh, unfortunately, the whole ass. Uh, Kim. Yes. Where do we go now? Where do we go? Where do we go now? Where do we go now? Like I said. Did did my answer ruin your future question? (laughs) Well, part of it is a lot of the questions are in my brain and I'm struggling to pull them to the forefront because all my notes are at my aforementioned home that I can't get to. (laughs) So we're just, we're just knocking this sucker down. (laughs) We did almost 20 minutes before uh, my brain finally just completely stalled oh dating stories you got any good ones from the past year like anything crazy because i got one okay you should write it down so i don't forget to say it <laughs> i'm trying to think um the aston martin was a pretty that was like unexpected i was like damn definitely dated all kinds of guys like i dated like hippies and like sober people and rich guys and like fucking musicians like a whole bunch of everything um i mean there's nothing compared to my third date to mexico you know it's hard to be i think i talked about that last year right you did that's like an ultimate baller thing hey let's just go to one of extended holiday in another country (laughs) yeah i would not be able to flex like that I wonder where we were in that so that story because he ghosted me. I recall. But since then, we've talked. He's come back. He's come back from the dead and apologized oh. profusely. <clears throat> he sent me a very, very long text message apologizing and saying that there was no excuse, et cetera, et cetera, and then asked if we could get together one time when he was in L.A. Um, and so we grabbed a drink and he like told me what happened and it really was not like it was just you know he's like there's no excuse um and that was it so that did end well i guess um trying to think if there's anything else like crazy it's mostly just been you know one heartache after another (laughs) breaking my heart (laughs) if you ever are interested in fat West Virginia guys with lots of tattoos, holler at me. I'll pack the show up, move out to LA. (laughs) You're off the market. Uh, My crazy story, crazy story was, um, I have a, so I have like a golden rule, which is don't, (laughs) don't date, at uh, your neighbors and don't date at work. 
when it, if it was bad, then it just leads to problems. Yeah, been there. So I dated someone from work. Uh-huh. Uh, I really, really liked her very, very much. Um, but it was one of those relationships that started like a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. But then it hit like a brick wall and crashed into like a billion fiery pieces because we were different. Other than work, we were different in virtually every other way. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I don't want this show to be political at all, but I'd be like, can you believe what fucking Trump did today? And she'd be like, I like Trump. I'd be like, oh. Or like, you, like, them Democrats are no better. And I'm like. I mean, oh. that's for me is a deal breaker, 100. Um, oof. Usually you don't expect that coming from opposite sex. Or I, you don't you expect that from. I was just going to say that I was like, and almost more so with a woman. Cause I'm just like, are you, it makes me, I don't know. I don't want to be rude. Yeah. Um, primarily conservative area. But I'm just like, uh, you know, he hates women, right? He hates you. He hates you. And all of his policies are against you. Fake news. What? You, you get the fake news. Okay. Right. Uh, or the he's doing better than X Y Z, or uh, you know, just because you hate like his personal life, you know, he's trying to do this that, but they're doing this to him. It, oh my God. it's nuts. But you know, I pushed it aside because I'm like, you know, political leanings. You know, I it, it really doesn't matter. It like we can work through that. It's not a, like a huge deal. Uh, Early, so I thought, but we were just from such different walks of life and our like values and stuff. Yeah, because I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Well, also, like, I'm not a religious person mm-hmm. at all. So, like, we would just, all right, I've never been in a relationship where you, have you ever seen someone at the bar with, that and they're like screaming in each other's faces yeah like i've never had that thankfully yeah me neither now i have Uh. because that's exactly we would get into these huge screaming in your face arguments i don't even know and then somehow like it was usually something something would happen and then the fight would start and then every single time at the end of it it would get turned around on me like it was my fault. Uh, and I was the one that always had to say, I'm sorry. So like the night, the last night, uh, I looked at my phone. I was checking my phone. I was responding to a message or whatever. And she was playing pool at the bar and she hits me in the eyeball with the cue stick. What? Like she goes back like to do a shot in the back of this cue stick, the pool stick clocks me in my open eyeball ouch so then i'm like ah and she sits down and crosses her arms and just goes silent and i'm sitting there like rubbing my eye go i'm go why are you mad and she starts screaming about me for being on the phone oh my god (laughs) 
I'll admit it. I'm on the phone a lot, too much. Uh, but they started a fight, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out of here. And then I started to walk home, which was a very long way away. But she yelled at me that I'm the designated driver. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, all right, you're right. Let me drive you home. And then she wouldn't drive her home. Then I did drive her home, which I needed to do that anyway, because we took her car and my keys were in her living room. Uh, so I try, I'm trying to leave the situation. I get in my car. She won't let me shut the door. She's standing in the way and just, yeah, it, I went immediately to bed and woke up to like a thousand text messages and voicemails and oh it was God. bad and we did and she didn't want to, but I was like, that's it. Like we fight way too much. So yeah, that's that, too much drama. It was, uh, and I, and I still like her very much. She's a very nice person. Uh, we just avoid each other at work, like constant, like the plague. I've seen her like maybe twice since, since then. And that was like three or four months ago. Um, but, and she was nice enough to like a week later, send an apology, like, Hey, like, cause she, just coming off a divorce, like, hey, I'm sorry I carried my baggage into that and my paranoia. She would do things, go through, like, two years of my Facebook and be like, who's this girl that liked this one post uh, a year ago? <laughs> or you, put, you, put a, you put a heart reaction on this girl's post. Yeah, no, that's definitely some stuff she has to work through for sure. Wait, I can't hear you again. Oh, sorry. Okay, wait, you're back. Hey, I'm back. And uh, she said she was sorry, and then she said it won't affect me getting any promotions at work, and I was like, face in my hands, oh, I'm such an idiot. Whoa. Shit, we're... Oh, boy. That's a story. So that was my, that was my nutty dating uh, experiences of the year. Okay, uh, I thought of I thought of two. Okay, great. Okay, so one is um, <laughs> someone definitely took me on a date to like what felt like a cult. I mean, I don't think it's like a real cult, but it was very culty. Oh. Yeah, actually, a lot of his dates felt culty. <laughs> oh no, Kim. <laughs> and he really there's he like a lot of groups he was part of. <clears throat> were pretty culty and he kept trying to go me have me go to the one that he liked the most but I like just didn't want to go like it didn't sound like something I was interested in um and yeah like he took me once to like a churchy kind of thing um and that felt culty and then once to like a little group sing-along thing and I <laughs> he was like the hippie musician guy and um like <laughs> He was like, yeah, it's just like a bunch of artists that get together and like jam. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like I can just like sit and watch people play music, whatever. But like we go and it's like everyone sits in a circle and it's like a sing along and you like had to go down the line and each say like sing part of the song. And I was like, I did not sign up for this. Like what? I had to be like, uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> I was like, I hate this so much I hate this so much 
Um, so yeah, it's like he just really believed that music like brought joy and happiness to the world, which like I love music, but like not in the way that he does. Like I'm like, I think he didn't understand that I'm like, no, it brings like you like your life force, but that's not true for all people. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> but like the church thing he brought me to, he like sang in the choir for it, and he like, um, so I was like kind of just sitting by myself, and it's like this huge church in LA that's like literally in a theater. So I'm like on the second level, like it's a whole fucking thing. Um, and it's actually something that I would kind of like, cause, or I've heard of it before. And I, they talk about like manifestation and stuff. And I was like, I love that shit, but I've never gone, but I go and you have to like wear a ribbon if it's your first time there. And then at one point, <laughs> at one point they're like, okay, now everyone look over to someone who's, who's wearing a ribbon and, and, everyone say welcome so it's just like thousands of people staring at me being like welcome and I was like no oh no thank you yeah it was really creepy and like you know it was like on tv and they're asking for money and stuff like it felt really creepy I was like this is weird I'm surprised that this is this what this is but um and then okay my other dating experience is I go on a first date and um, <clears throat> it's like from an app and we're just like hanging out talking and he says something about like what we're looking for or something maybe I don't know um, and he's like you know because I would you know because I'm already in a relationship and I was like wait what and I was like he's like yeah no I have a girlfriend and I was like huh like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you on a date with me? And he's like, well, it's an open relationship. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, like, they're, like, polyamorous, basically. He's and like, he should have told you that before. Exactly. And so he, I was the first, they, like, just opened their relationship. So it was new. And so, I don't know, he was looking, he was, like, reading books on polyamory and all these things. And he's like, some of them say you shouldn't tell the person until, like, three dates in. Other ones say that you, sh you should tell them before. Um, and so I was the first person he'd gone out with, like, in that way. And I was like, well, as your fucking, like, example test date, I'm going to let you know that you should tell them before. Yeah, he just wasted your evening. Yes. I was like, my time is valuable. Buy me that drink so that I can go home later and keep swiping. <laughs> He did, yeah he did take, it was like cool spot though that i hadn't been to before it was like a little speakeasy and we had really expensive whiskey and he was actually cool we ended up just like chatting and having fun but like it was fucking bizarre i was like why 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 am i on this date this is not a it, it went from a date to being like all right i guess we're just pals now it was like buddies it's a bummer <clears throat> uh, guilty confession um so, you know, that guy pulled up in the Aston Martin and, and kind of wowed you a little bit with that. I did the exact opposite of that. <laughs> I was like, hey, let's go grab a bite at Wendy's. <laughs> or if I had a microphone, I'd drop it because Ooh. nothing cheaper than taking a girl to Wendy's on a first date. Ooh. <laughs> but I did we had a lovely time. I think, though, 
we were just like, okay, we both worked a long time today, and we're we live in sort of the same area, and it's like we're both kind of hungry, but not in the mood to do anything except for you know, get some food and then get some. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, we live different lives. She went. She agreed. She said, I fucking love Wendy's. And I was like, <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, and then uh, I was actually like, we stayed friends after that. Um, I was interested in dating her, but she wasn't really because she's from out of state. So she didn't want to be, you know, either of us really wanted to get involved with her, her knowing she's going to leave. Right. But then we were hanging out um, at a party at a bar and a lot of people there. And um, I'm thinking in the back of my head, oh, you know, like we've been chill all night or whatever. Like, you know, A plus B equals, you know, in the bedroom. Uh, (laughs) Until... Like, there's these two little, like, two little shits. I don't know how to even describe them, but just assholes, like, touching up on her and stuff. And she's clearly, like, visibly, <laughs> like, visibly uncomfortable with it. And I'm like, if, like, the, the kid's like, oh, you're 26, I'm 19. And the other one's like, I'm 21. And I said, I'm 34, and I'll beat your fucking ass if you don't quit <laughs> touching Brad, yes. She well, she was like, "Got this," and I was like, "Okay, you know, handle your business." So I kind of back off and and let her do her thing, and I turn around the next moment. I turn around and look, and she's making out with both of them. And I go, "What, what the fuck just what? happened? <laughs> what? She assaulted to sexually turned on." Uh, wow. <laughs> car. Wow, that's special. Her. Well, I'm glad that you stood up for her, for her rights. I still would have, but it was just very, it was just weird to me. But we weren't like, again, you know, we weren't on a date or anything. We were just quote, quote, so she doesn't owe me anything in that regard. But it was kind of strange, like. To go out with this guy, I guess you hooked up with once that you're still kind of like, whatever about, and then oh, I'm gonna make out with these two guys that were making me super uncomfortable just a second ago. Like it was weird. It was very I weird. I thought maybe I was drunk, but I was sober. Said <laughs> I stopped drinking much. What's that? I said I stopped drinking quite so much. I did too. We're aren't we just full of gross <laughs> we are look at us <laughs> we're almost adults i can't <laughs> wait to oh kim well let's take a quick break what do you think great all right uh, uh, hit the button And we're 
are back with me. It's me, Kim. Kim. Hello, hi. <laughs> we're going to go through your Tinder profile. As I recall, oh, I got it. It's here. Uh, as I recall, I think last year you said you don't do Tinder. Did I? I think so, because I think you said Tinder uh, is kind of more for hooking up and less about relationships or something along those lines, which sounds about right, and I agree. Yeah, but, um, but uh, I've, I mix and matched them all year long. I couldn't do more than one, and I would just pick which one felt good at the moment. The reason that I liked Tinder recently is because you can write your own profile. Yeah. And then just put a pictures. The other ones like Hinge is like, um, it's just asking you dumb questions that I don't give a fuck about. I'm like, look, here's what I want to tell you about me. And I want to know what you want to tell me about you. Um, I don't need to know what fucking, I don't know what your favorite color is. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, and I get it. They're like, oh, here's fun questions to be able to talk about or whatever. But like, it just didn't do it for me. Um, and a lot of them are like that or like Bumble. Maybe there was enough space. Like I was like, look, I have my profile. Here it is. I don't know. That's just the most recent one I've used. Totally cool. I dig it. So first picture. Um, let's see. It says Kim. So you <laughs> about your name. That's great. You'd think a big celebrity like you would have to like go by another name like Josie the Outlaw or something. I don't know. <laughs> Your head cocked to the side a little bit, and you got your new do. Yep, I got all. I've I've shaved the side of my head. Um, I really like that. As someone who also shaves the side, look at head, us, twinsies. <laughs> twinsies. Like, I mean, uh, let's see here. Why is everything so blurry? Got uh, all pictures. Okay. Uh, here. Here's one with you and Kat and Jack Skellington. Now, see, the thing is, is already on the first picture, I've already decided that I've sw I'm swiping up. Like, I'll probably pay five bucks for a super swipe and swipe up. So, doing good. <laughs> I'm really into uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. So you got friends. I appreciate that. Yeah. Here's a picture of you and a dog. And you know me. I'm all about, I'm a crazy dog guy. Yeah. Anybody who's seen any of my social medias know that my dog is numero uno. What's this song that you've got on here? I can't read it because it's blurry. Uh, it's from Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna and the Apocalypse? Isn't that <laughs> a show that Family Guy put on? No, it's the zombie mu Christmas musical. We did it. It's a movie. We did it um, uh, for the podcast. Well, then I heard it because I've heard every single episode except for Tragedy Girls. Hmm. Yeah. I probably just need a refresher. You and Freddy Krueger Claws. Mm -hmm. Guy. Um, our Christmas episode. Okay. I did listen to that. Uh, this next one is a view with Freddy Krueger Claws because all men love the threat of death. <laughs> All we're all seeking, secretly seeking a woman who will haunt our dreams, <laughs> as the ability to turn them into nightmares. Great. Uh, I kid. I'm just joking. 
I like horror, so automatically I'm like, if she actually knows who Freddy Krueger is, you know, swipe up. Uh, is we talked about this picture? Was this Mount Fuji? Um, no, it's a Costa Rica uh, volcano. I think it's called Mount uh, Ariel, Ariel, something like that. I can't hear you again. <laughs> How about now? Okay, yes. Okay. This last picture just gives me the absolute chills. The last one? The last one. I mean, if, uh, gosh, listener, I wish you could see it because she's looking directly into my soul and saying, Brett, I'm the one for you. (laughs) That's my headshot. (laughs) You aren't good enough for me. And that's when she on the other end swipes down on me. And I'm like, oh, my heart. My, my new headshot. That's what that is. You look fantastic. Thank you. Uh, ooh. I was just thinking, Kim, we didn't say that you were an actress, but we also should say that you just started a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, I have a YouTube channel that's ASMR. If anyone's into tapping ASMR, because I'm a hand model. And so I just did a bunch of tippity tap, tap, taps and scratches and crinkles and all that stuff. I actually have a horror one coming out. Um, I already filmed it. I just was sick this week. Um, I just need to upload it. Um, But it's for all my horror friends. So I can't see it. Yeah. Check that YouTube channel out. I'll put it in the description. Uh, Send it to you. Especially, especially if you like a gorgeous set of hands. <laughs> They're models. I said that. That was creepy. I, I made it weird. I made it in something it wasn't intended to be. Use it to fall asleep, not for other things, you sick bastards. Brett. Um... Did you read my profile? Is this what boys do? You don't even read it. See, this is the issue. This is the issue, Brett. I can't see it. It's blurry. It says, okay, university lives in Los Angeles less than a mile away. Perfect. I'll be right there. Uh, I'm being 100% serious. I don't know if it's because we're on the phone call or something, but it's very, very blurry and hard to make out. Looking for a committed killing team. Uh, terraforming that woefully leads hopefully leads to marriage I live life 10 the fullest and am excited (laughs) to where is the fuel love to believe it's a writing in my knife to believe country once a year to leave the country once a year it's a my life to leave the country once a year this is like a game work entertainment healing workshops and have a horror movie poverty cop pass (laughs) i told you kim do you have a poverty cop pass i do uh that looks like a hashtag stay alive Hate to pick favorites or where to go eat. Oh, no. Why can no woman ever pick where to go eat? I hate that. 
happy and self-development, I think I can kick your ass, hashtag Philly girl, and it definitely has some crystals in my blood. (laughs) Well, that wasn't quite my profile, but close. I'm telling you, I, I will. I'm going to take a screenshot right now so you can see what I'm seeing, and you will. Understand. You, I, I, I understand exactly what you're looking at. I um, it to you if you want, but um, mostly it's just that I did make one change where, like, the very first line is like, "I am looking for a committed, long-term relationship that hopefully leads to marriage." And still, I date people that are like, "Ooh, I just got out of a relationship." But do you have crystals in your blood? Um, I do. And next to my bed. In your blood? They're cri- my blood is crystallized. It's pretty bad. It is pretty badass. You could definitely kick my ass with crystal blood. I'm an X-Men. Man, woman. A X-person. X-person. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm sure you probably know the uh, the the podcast game. Man, it's a ruthless machine. It's hard to get what you want to get to, and if you're not doing it just because it's fun, uh, then what are you doing? Um, no one has more fun than KK Sam's, and you're successful. I might add, uh, subscribe to that Patreon, people. But let's die. Uh, I have another podcast. Go listen to it. It's called Pokemon After Dark Rye. It's got double the listenership of Let's Die. Whoa. So, not doing KK Sam numbers, but it's troubling for Let's Die. Uh, and Let's Die is my baby. So, what did people in olden times do when, like, the bank's about to take the farm or something? They would marry off their daughters and shit to well-to-do families or whatever. So I was wondering, Kim. Yes. <laughs> Burns. Yes. I'm getting on my knee. Right? <laughs> Will your podcast marry my podcast? <laughs> I don't I don't know what that entails. The two would be inextric- uh, inextricably linked. Hopefully I'm using that word correctly. Uh, and then we mer- we merge them until they have a baby podcast. <laughs> Kim, uh, Kim and Kat and Brett die. <laughs> Kim, and Kat, Kim and Kat die. Maybe. Let, let's maybe. We'll workshop it. <laughs> no name. Um, well, don't I get like, you know, some horses or something? Like, what comes with it? Hang on, I gotta get off my knee. Your dowry, uh, let's see, you'll get everything that Let's Die, or at least half of everything of that Let's Die owns, so you get half a microphone, <laughs> half a uh, headset, you get a couple of t-shirts, I reckon. You get all half the proceeds of the online store, so approximately $3. Uh, 
And they take a huge cut of that shit. Uh. <laughs> well, I do. Oh, gosh. Hold the phone. Mom, get in here. <laughs> Mom, we're recording the show. Okay. Uh, can I just ask Kim's podcast to marry my podcast? And I need, and I needed a witness. Okay. Uh, Kim. Yeah. Do you promise to hold and cherish in sickness and death, and forever, ever, ever, to hold the hand of my podcast and love it forever? I do. Do I, Brett, take Kim and Ket Stay Alive, maybe, and promise to do the same? I do. By the powers invested in me, by the church of whatever it was that I signed up for, for took me about 15 minutes. <laughs> in the state of West Virginia, I now pronounce our podcast's uh, non-binary construct <laughs> together in a block. <laughs> the whole reason I wanted to do this show was so that I could do that one little bit and so that I could, so that I could title this Marry My Podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, joke's on you. I'm actually ordained and we're actually married now. Uh-oh. Turn the paperwork in, Kim. <laughs> Broke your dating sabbatical. You better... Ooh, you better tell better tell Kat. She's gonna be mad. <laughs> she she is. Yeah, I don't know if I had full say of our podcast. Well, I, I'm at least married to the Kim Stay Alive Maybe part. <laughs> Kat can and what? Kat can have the and. <laughs> stay alive, maybe. Listen. And Brett and die. Brett die. And Brett dies. Kim and Kat stay alive, maybe, and let's Brett die. <laughs> Perfect. I don't think there's a better way to end the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and, and other people, constructs, deities, aliens. You're not aliens if you carry your home with you always in your heart. Um, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out all the links in the description KK Sam's check out their Patreon, their YouTube's Kim's uh, hand model ASMR all that stuff's going to be down there we are all the places rate, review, all that other crap happy Valentine's Day y'all Kim happy Valentine's Day Uh, man I don't know how to feel I'm married now Wow, I I did not think that this podcast would would go in that direction. But can you do me if before we get off the show? Can you do me a because I, I need to have this recorded so I can hold you to it. Will you send Kat a text that just says I got married and that's it? No, no contact, please. <laughs> okay. Yes. We'll, and we'll and keep listening next year for. <laughs> Alive, Brett. Let's Brett die uh, for thrilling third 
conclusion or something or another. We'll figure out what happened. Kit probably would kill me in real life. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. And uh, if we're going to die, let's die together. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's Die, the His vs. Hers Guide to the Apocalypse and Pokemon After Dark Raw. Check our description for links to all the things, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and our TeePublic store at tpublic.com slash user slash teamcyanide. Also, there's a link to our new YouTube that has a back catalog of all of our episodes. That's it. See you later. Bye.